Welcome into another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They're the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lou. Make sure you visit them right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri for all your tire and lube needs. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when you're going to need that oil change and those tires serviced. So make sure you get that taken care of right here in Downtown Joplin at downtown loop and welcome into the show appreciate you guys joining us travis welcome back we've missed you um, and to everybody else listening you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast apple spotify or right here in the call-in app where you can join the live chat when we do these shows that's always enjoyable uh, a great weekend of sports we had opening day we have college basketball we have some nba stuff getting final and it's always football season here at mic'd up let's start with college basketball though uh, big country, as you and I record right now, we are watching, this may be the first time ever for me, the Women's College Basketball National Championship. I don't think I've ever watched one of these before. I know I have. <coughs> if I, as I cough through that, miss, yeah, I'm not. It's just, I've never really done it. But I'll tell you what, though, it's been a good game. And watching Miss Caitlin, <laughs> huh? Has it? Well, I mean, LSU right now, is LSU right is now. up by 17 points. Just to be able to like see LSU just kind of come in and start dominating women's basketball, and then Caitlin Clark is just a beast. I mean, I'm ready. I'm just waiting for her to just kind of pop off. Yeah, honest. and right now she has she's in foul trouble, so it, it's a little bit tough watching her play. I haven't watched her much. I've seen a little bit. I've seen a lot of her highlights, and I think a lot of people are like you and I that haven't watched a lot of women's basketball. Um, I've watched probably more college women's basketball than I have WNBA, mm-hmm. but wanted to tune in to see this LSU matchup and then what Caitlin Clark is doing. It, a couple of years ago, you know, Paige Beckard was the huge, the name, the, the yes. freshman phenom. I'll tell you, Caitlin Clark has been everything we thought Paige Beckers would be and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, for her to come in and drop 40 points routinely like she has and triple doubles, all the time. I mean, it sucks because you have a lot of viewers that are tuning in like you and I to watch the women's national championship for the first time. And it's not much of a game, but the good thing about college basketball for these women, a lot of these guys have to come back next year. Caitlin Clark cannot enter the WNBA draft. She is not old enough. And I, even this, it's good for the, the sport. It's good to get eyes on it. Even if it's not a great game, Today, because I went and I looked, I Googled what the rules were, because I've always wondered, like, when can they enter the draft? There's no reason Caitlin Clark shouldn't be able to enter the WNBA draft, but she can't because you have to be 22 years old or or graduated to enter the WNBA draft. So she'll be back next year. I assume Iowa's going to be able to recruit pretty well around her. You would get just about whatever they want. Even watching her play the other night in the final nine minutes. She either scored or assisted every Iowa point for the she's last just, nine minutes of the she's game. She's just must-watch TV. And it, it does stink like turning this game on, like you said, there's just not a whole lot going on. She's in foul trouble. But at the same time, if she starts getting hot, it's like, okay, hey, like, yeah, everyone's – all eyes are on Miss Caitlin right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, she's 
I've seen a lot of people comparing her to Steph Curry. She's so much more than that, though. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry's great, and he hits the long-range threes and stuff like that. She can do that, but she's also a great assist leader, which Steph Curry can a little bit, too. But she's also a pretty damn good rebounder. She is probably one of the most complete basketball players we've ever seen. I mean, I think she's got to be up there with LeBron. Um, I mean, if she continues on this type of pace, absolutely. And it's, it's also one of these deals, too, where, you know, she's had these big performances. And I was talking to a buddy last week, and, you know, we are talking about the Stanford game. He's like, God, do you think you'll be able to – do you think she'll be able to put up these type of points? Do you think they'll win? Like, I mean, we'll see. Like, who have they played all the way up to this point? You know, can she have another 40-point triple-double against Stanford? Comes out, lights out. Yeah, they win. <laughs> it's just – it's one of those things where she just does it again and again and again, and you have to respect it. Like, I don't – if there's anyone out there that just doesn't believe or just doesn't think she's good, you're just not paying attention. That's really what it is. This girl is an absolute baller. And that's – like, the LeBron comparisons, I mean, regards of complete game. Mm-hmm. She's doing more than Steph is. And I love Steph Curry, so I don't want that to come as a slight against him. Steph's a really good scorer. He's okay with the assist. He's not giving you any rebounds. He's not playing much defense. Yeah. She is. So I, it is, it's been nice to watch her play for the first time. But like I said, I've seen her clips. But it's great that you're finally getting some eyes on the women's game. Now, especially after the last couple of years of even the NCAA not taking their their sports series, Mm -hmm. putting them up in these hotel conference rooms and things like that. So it's good to see that they're getting their, you know, eyes on their game. They deserve it. And guys like girls like Caitlin Clark uh, are changing the sport. And then, you know, hopefully Paige Beckers come back. She's healthy again next year too. It could be a really, it could be a banger year for women's college basketball. And I mean, it looks like Tennessee's also back in terms of women's basketball and being competitive and a team you got to look out for. And, I mean, LSU is another team that, you know, we just kind of glossed over here. But, I mean, mm-hmm. they've been really good. All yeah, I, I assume they're going to win this. Thing. Yeah. It, it feels that way right now, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I found myself – I, I wanted Iowa to win. I don't like Kim Mulkey, the LSU head coach. You don't like her? I don't like her. How come? The flashy outfits. I can't do it. You don't like coaches possibly making things about them. And I don't, I, that's understandable. I don't think I like it for any player or coach. Yeah. Like when Cam Newton wears the outlandish outfits, I don't like it. Yeah. When she wears it, I don't like it. You just like a nice, simple, casual look. Stay humble. Stay humble. <laughs> Sometimes simple's enough, baby. You know, we don't need to go out there and be peacocking right now. Just stay humble. She's obviously doing a great job. I don't know anything about women's college basketball. But I did hear that LSU was pretty much in the dumps. And within two, three years, however long she's been there, mm-hmm. they're about to win a national championship. Yeah. Sounds like she does a pretty damn good job. I just don't know anything about her. And even taking it to the men's side, I don't know anything about these teams either. We're going to get UConn versus San Diego, State, San Diego State. I'm happy for uh-huh. both these teams. I think it's really cool. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Props to San Diego State, dude, uh, on the win against FAU because that was a close game there at the Mm -hmm. end. And And for FAU to to play the way that they did, too. Mm -hmm. That last second shot, that's sick. Like, that's how, like, that's what I practiced. Like, when I was a kid, you know, like, I want to hit a mid range game winning jumper just like that, where you take that jab step to the baseline, you head to your left, you come back between legs and pop up to hit a, a mid range shot like that, and you just drain it. It's got to be the best feeling in the world. And Everyone that else is like three, two, one, almost, two, threes or half quarters. I was focused on my injury. Almost out of bounds. 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, less than an inch, it felt like, from being out of bounds. Hits the, the game winner. The UConn-Miami game, not as close. Yeah. I, I'd turn that one off. Uh, it To me, it feels like UConn is going to win this game pretty easily. Yeah. I wish it would have been UConn versus Texas. I feel like that would have been a much better matchup. Miami got mm-hmm. – I shouldn't say they got lucky because they were down and they came back and beat them. So. Right. Yeah, but it – I'm with you. But it is what it is. Tomorrow night we're going to get the men's national championship game. UConn, like I said, versus San Diego State in Houston. Have you seen a lot of the views from the stadium? That looks like an absolute awful place to have a basketball game. Where's that? Houston. The, the Texas national stadium. National championship is? Hmm, I didn't think I've seen that. Yeah, and that's where they had the Final Four I must as not well. I realized it from the fans' point of view. I've, I saw some stuff on Instagram and some tweets of people that were at the game it, like, they're selling tickets for every seat in there, it feels like. Well, yeah. Some of them are so far away. It's like, you can't see that tiny little basketball court. That would be that very view. annoying then, yeah. Mm-hmm. From all the way at the top. And maybe it's that way every year. And I just stumbled across the Instagram stuff uh, today. But I, are you going to watch the game tomorrow? Like, let's be honest. Are you watching the national championship <laughs> game? Probably not. I might like, turn I it just, on. I feel like UConn's going to – like, it just feel like UConn's going to win in – Here's the thing. We talked about this last episode. UConn's not getting the credit that they deserve. They're not getting the respect that they deserve in terms of being on, like, an absolute dynasty since 1999 mm-hmm. in men's basketball. Like, if they go win another one, what is that, six championships in 20 years? Five in 24 like, years. That's huge. Mm-hmm. It, it's huge, but also they, they, throwing they, the they fact that nobody's talking about to it. a blue blood. Like, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. They should be. They should be referred to as a blue blood. They've done so much more than schools like Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina have in the last 20 years. Yeah. But people like myself included, we just haven't been talking about them. It, it's crazy. I, I find myself rooting for UConn in this game because they need that blue blood title. I think it was last episode that we did. I compared it to the Spurs, like the run that the yeah. Spurs have had in that time. We were like, oh, this is a dynasty. Uh, Greg Popovich, one of the greatest ever. And then you have UConn doing it, and they're they're probably about, I would I would say similar to what Duke and Kansas have done over the last twenty years. I mean, you would say because again, starting in nineteen ninety nine, they won. Then they won in two thousand four, they won in two thousand eleven, and they won in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, like, even that little ten year gap right there, where they won three, and it, like you know, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Fast forward into the eight years now, it's okay. Now you're about to win another. Yeah, and then doing it with. Um, a new coach, even mm-hmm. Dan Hurley, uh, guy definitely deserves his respect and what he's been able to do with that team and to rebuild UConn and even like the conference kind of falling apart and them doing what they're doing has been pretty impressive. So I will I watch the game? I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to start watching the game. The second that it gets a little bit boring, I'm probably going to struggle to watch it. I'm trying to think. I was like, oh, man, I feel like I have something I need to do tomorrow. I don't. And it's nice. Same. Yeah. So I, I honestly, I might. Mm-hmm. I just went ahead and got YouTube TV. No need to worry about giving me the coach. <laughs> right? I got tired of waiting. Got my own. Uh, <laughs> also, some NBA updates, too. The NBA and the Players Association agreed to a new CBA, which I think is, is huge with some of the stuff that they they did. And you know, so many times with labor talks, we wait for players to hold out. We wait for these, you know, things to fall apart, just like we did with baseball. We just like wait for shit to hit the fan. Uh-huh. Like, oh, it I didn't with the NBA. They're just like, hey, random Friday, Saturday, whenever it was. We've agreed to a new seven-year CBA, 
And one of the things that I love is that players must play at least 65 games to be eligible for major individual awards like the MVP. I think that's a step in the right direction mm-hmm. of load management. And you just have a lot of young players that are against it. It's going to take a massive swing from all of the players to fix this because you've got some big-time superstars that just don't care about the regular season. And it's Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. we're going to see him point fingers at it. You know, you point one finger, you got to remember you got three pointing back at you. So I'm going to point <laughs> all five of them right at him. It's because of you, Kawhi Leonard, that everyone else is like, oh, okay, well, if he's just going to take load management and just kind of wait and get through the season and be fine and then come in and play in the playoffs, like, no, that's boring. It's not enjoyable to watch. I and, mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's a story that, you know, we all talk about every single time. And this family probably saved up to come to this game and watch you play in your entry yep. clothes on the bench. Yeah. Waste of my money. Mm-hmm. Like, essentially, like, we came to see you play basketball, and we don't get to. Yeah. And guys like Joel Embiid this year, he, so far he's played in 63 games uh, he's done a good job especially after such a start to his career mm-hmm. where he was always hurt he looks like he's probably going to win the mvp this year right on yeah, guys like Giannis. i was just looking at some big names he's played 61 games this year you love to see that one but you know there are a lot of other guys out there that do take off nights and i wouldn't throw lebron in that category he's let's just be real he's pretty old yeah, I mean, his body's just kind of breaking down yeah. a little bit. I mean, it's right. good that he spent, you know, years and money's taking time to make sure that he's good and healthy. But it's at this point where, I mean, mm-hmm. you're in the you know, back end of your 30s. Things are a little rough. Yeah, forward. you got James Harden is another. He's played 55 games this year. He probably won't hit that threshold for 65, uh, even though he is the league leader in assist. This year, which congratulations to him. I didn't really realize that about him. But, you know, you just have so many guys. Like you said, that's a topic we've talked about feel like a million times of these families save up to see certain players play. And you know, Kawhi Leonard really just leading the charge of this load management stuff. And I do understand it. Man, it sucks watching these guys sit out. Or, you know, last year we went to an NBA game. And we had, like, a, a moment of panic of, is Luka Doncic going to play? Yeah. It's the second leg on a, on a uh, road tour. Is he even going to play after we bought the tickets? Thankfully, he did. But, you know, Kawhi's only played 49 games this season. I didn't even – I felt like it would have been less than that, to be honest with you. And he is coming off of an ACL injury. So, like, take That's it with a grain of salt. Fair, but but yeah. even the year before that, played 52 – 57, 60, he's barely ever played more than 65 games in his career. And he's still always hurt. So I don't know. I, I think he's that there's – barely played 65 games in his career? He's done it twice. He's played more than 65 oh, games. Wow. Twice. And both of those seasons were with the Spurs. Um, some of his last seasons, which is probably what was like the straw that broke the camel's back of, hey, we're going to need you to play in these games. In the 2015 and 16 season, he played 72 games. In 16 and 17, he played 74 games. And then that next season, 17-18, is where he played nine games, and a lot of people knew that he could come back, but he wasn't. He was kind of riding it out, almost not really pretending to be hurt, but Doing the old Ben Simmons, I can't come back. I'm, I'm too hurt to play. Yeah, 18-19 season, who was he with then? 18-19 was Toronto. And then the next year they won it? That year they won it. 
He only spent one year with the Raptors. That's what I thought. He only played nine games in the regular season with them? He played nine games in San Antonio the year before. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Six, he, the year that the Raptors won it, he played 60 games. Okay, that's where I was getting. I was like, he played nine games in the regular season and helped lead them to the championship. Like, honestly, I'll give him respect for that. <laughs> yeah, no incredible. wonder he started doing that. <laughs> yeah. like, even then, you can, you can kind of see it. Like, okay, I played 60 games. My body was fresh through a playoff run, mm-hmm. which I get. You just you hate to see it. You literally hate to see it because, like you said, so many families going and traveling to these games. Tickets aren't cheap. And you can't have guys sitting out. The other thing, too, that I, I think of this in is like, hey, uh, maybe let's shorten the season. Do we really mm-hmm. need 82 games? Right. It, especially with uh, – I know a lot of people get upset about it because guys like LeBron, you're probably not breaking the points record if you shorten the season. Mm-hmm. Most of the stuff that we look at anyway is – points per game in the NBA. Yeah. Like, I almost get it with baseball, where you have those magic numbers of, like, 500 home runs and all the records because you've been playing 162. In the NBA, do we really care about all-time records? Like, now that LeBron has the all-time points record, no one's going to beat it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's going to No be one's going to play for 20-plus years at the level LeBron has. That record is unbeatable, I think. I would say it's, I mean... There's nobody that we're seeing right now play that would. No, like is Wimby going to come in and be young enough? He'll be pretty young. I think he'll be like 19, 20. My thing is that him, body going to hold up like LeBron's has? Seven four, and you're handling the ball like that, and you're running the whole. Like I just like he might um, be an all time great. I don't think he's beating LeBron's points record. Like, I'm going to be surprised if he does become an all time great. I mean, I've seen some of his clips right, and it just it honestly he's either that good or the guys he's playing against are that bad. But, like, some of his crossovers and stuff, it's like, that's not impressive. He's just 7'4 and can actually handle the basketball. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's doing anything crazy. He's just taller and longer than everybody. Yeah, he's got that length. He's, he's not faster or stronger. He has smooth touch, though. I want to see him be good. I, I want to see the NBA. I want to see him take over the league. I guess I'm just a hater. I'm sorry. Wendy. You are. Uh, another thing that they agreed on is prize money for the championship team of the NBA's in-season tournament that we're going to get – um, next season will be $500,000 per player. That would incentivize me to play in it. Yep. That uh, sounds pretty good to me. I think any player. And like an in-season tournament, that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Instead of just waiting until April and May to be like, okay, hey, now basketball is getting serious. Yeah. Especially like, do it around Christmas time. You know, do it then. I was going to say, do you do it right before the All-Star break? I would. I, I would do it before the All-Star break and get people a little bit excited about it. Mm-hmm. Bring some more eyes to the NBA. Like we talk about it all the time. I don't, I don't really watch basketball until the spring. Yeah, like now. <laughs> Give me something that's exciting in the middle of the season, around the All Star break, or a little bit before the All Star break. Get me excited about it in December, January. And for five hundred thousand dollars, I saw a lot of people talking about LeBron this weekend too, uh, because Twitter is doing away with uh, what's it called, the legacy verified accounts. Mm-hmm. You got to pay for it. You're losing that blue check mark. Sorry to all the people. Uh, but even LeBron came out. And he's like, I'm not paying for that. And the Instagram and Facebook are, are doing the same thing of mm-hmm. you have to pay to the be metaverse. verified. I, it's so stupid. It is. Like, this is my thing, too. It's like, why, the, why do we have to have such a sub- subscription based world right now <laughs> where you got to pay for everything? Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to get back into that freaking rant. Yeah. It's like, why do we always have to take advantage of trying to make money off of people? And it's, for, fucking, it's a goddamn social media app. Yeah, you're making so much money on What's ads. What's a check mark going to do? 
And it's been it's been so stupid because you can pay for the check mark now on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't even care about who has the blue verified Twitter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. It's but it the used gold to have the value. Yeah, it's like if I want to see if this from an official team account, mm-hmm. you look for that gold check mark, not the blue check mark. Yes. So it's like you've done away with the, even the coolness of the blue verified check mark. And, you know, a lot of people are not going to pay for it. Like I said, LeBron already came out and said he's not paying for it. I think Patrick Mahomes said the same thing. He's like, I got kids now. Can't do it. <laughs> right? No chance. I, I wouldn't do it either. Even on the, the stuff you can pay for now, I wouldn't do it. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. And it makes things difficult because you will see, you'll see reports that come through, and it's like, oh, this is a verified account. I think we're just in the middle of, like, retraining our brains of, oh, well, it's not a real verified account. Mm-hmm. It's just a blue check mark. And now there's just not going to be or even the people that do pay for it. What's the like what are the perks of it? Are your right. tweets just going to be viewed more now? That's yeah. not really the point of Twitter in my mind. Yeah. Like, I want to see the good tweets, not the the BS ones that are on my for you page. Why do I have a for you page on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Just put the things that I follow on them. That's the reason why I follow them. And if someone else retweets something and I'm not used to seeing it and I'm interested in it, then I'll follow it. Mm-hmm. That's where that who knew we yeah. were in the good old days of Twitter? Now they're gone. <laughs> yeah, I just wish we were doing. We were in the good old days before they were gone. I wish there was a, a way that we knew we were in the good old days before <laughs> before they were over. Yeah, R.I.P. to Twitter and probably Instagram too. You know how many influencers are just pissed that they have to pay fifteen bucks a month? I'm about down with Instagram myself. <laughs> like, do you know how I made the comment a couple weeks ago? And like, it's just like I can't get on there on my uh, search page or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I had to go in and change my like uh, sensitive content. Now I don't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it had been put to like, like explicit show everything pretty much because it was like I was I'd be sitting at work and you know like dead time and scrolling your phone and a coworker walks by and they look at your phone and there's this chick bouncing her tits for no fucking reason and they're like oh what are you doing and it's like I didn't know that was going to be there. Try I'm working out of school. <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Like, like, I literally can't, by and it's like, <laughs> can't uh, open Instagram at all until so 310. Just, <laughs> I have changed that. And now I just have a bunch of golf stuff on my Instagram and it's nice. Like I enjoy it. Actually, mm-hmm. I played golf last Tuesday. <laughs> ready for the sports edge tournament. I'm also ready for the mic'd up tournament. Speaking of tournaments, man, tournament. I thought we like, had like four teams left. I know. I thought insane. we should mention this on the podcast because mm-hmm. we haven't too late. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not signed up, you missed <laughs> Yeah. And if you are in the area, there's this thing called a Four States Golf. Our guy, Rob Forrest, does it with the Sports Edge. Um, he's got these golf cars that he's kind of traded with us to hand out to people. So if you are in the area and you aren't listening to this, we do have a couple to hand out. But pretty much you get two free rounds at uh, a lot of the local courses in the area. It's something that are a little further away. I think he's got one down in Arkansas now, one in Nevada, uh, up north from us. But it's so cool to just be able to go to these other courses and you essentially get to play for free because a card is $35. But he's like, hey, you guys just hand them out, give people an opportunity to enjoy it and love it. And it's blown up. I mean, the amount of people that ask me, like, oh, hey, have you heard of this? Do you see this? It's like, yeah, man, I know who does it. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. So just want to go ahead and plug Rob there, too, with the four stage mm-hmm. golf card. Yeah, we are having a golf tournament. There are three spots left. So I guess if you're listening There's to three me, spots left now? You have three spots left. Um, if you want one, you can <laughs> sign up for it. Hanging out with him and his buddies last night, and uh, we were at a birthday party, and all of some of the guys were talking about, it, and he's like, "Fuck, bub, let me go ahead and get in on. I'll play in the golf tournament." And my his other friend was like, "You want to golf, Jacob? But you never golf." He's like, "Yeah, man, we've already talked about. It. He's got clubs. He's gonna give me. He's gonna let me use them. So I'm gonna let him use my old golf clubs. Your he's old gonna ones. come out and try to golf. Yeah. Good, his, good uh, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's be smart about that, pal." <laughs> <laughs> 
But he's going to come out and try and golf in a, a golf tournament. I think it's it's more so as like he's heard how fun it is and how enjoyable everyone is that's there and has been there and played in the past. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. And the fact that it's filled up this quickly, I think, means that it has spread to other people. Be like, yeah, I missed it last year. I want it at this time. Yeah, it'll be a good time for sure. When are we doing that? Like June 17th? Uh, Father's Day weekend is what I know. <laughs> Guess what? Next year, we're <laughs> doing it the same weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've learned that one. There were some people that said Father's Day weekend was a bad idea. And there's part of me that was even kind of thought, I was like, dude, you get to take your dad on the golf course? Or like, that's your it's, gift yeah. from your wife or significant other? You know, it's just like, hey, like, let's go have a day. Uh-huh, that's your golf. weekend as a dad. Most mm-hmm. our teams, we do have some some female teams. Most our teams are males. That's your weekend. Like, So that's mm-hmm. your Get out of jail free yeah, card. We got you, Bob. <laughs> right? like, hey, I'm going to play in this golf tournament. You know, it's Father's Day weekend. That's don't be disappointed. How do you say no to that? If your lady's saying no to that, question things. Get a new lady. How about that. <laughs> Speaking of getting new ladies, oh, there it is. It came St. up. St. Louis baseball. St. Louis baseball. Uh, I survived St. Louis. I was going to say, how was it? <laughs> we talked about the city and. Uh huh. If I, I've been telling you things are different. I enjoy it. Uh, that atmosphere at Bush Stadium is great to watch mm-hmm. a baseball game. Yeah. You take a lap. You get to do experience. You know, I mean, you got there early. I didn't realize the game started at 3. You were there very early. I was in the stadium at 1230. Oh, my God. I experienced everything that that stadium has to offer. Did you go to Ballpark Village? Yeah. Before or after? Before. Damn. We started our day at 930. We started the festivities at 9.30, yeah. and at Bush, it is different because they do their pregame ceremonies and stuff. It starts at, like, 2.30. The game was at 10, or sorry, at uh, 3.10. So they wheel out all the, like, Red Jacket Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. That takes forever. The Clydesdales, that takes forever. Uh, super cool, though. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Not going to lie. So I have not changed my opinion at all, though. I've always said that the Cardinals what? are great. I respect their their fans. Their stadium is awesome. I have underrated that stadium. It is beautiful mm-hmm. with all the brick, the skyline. Yep. I've always been on the fence about should the Royals move downtown. No more. Move that stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Put it downtown. Oh, the it's ballpark so nice to have village you on this side now. Welcome to is it. amazing. And the people that are saying that like, oh, tailgating at a baseball game is so good. Nope. Move it. You don't you don't get that many people tailgate. I was at the Royals game on Saturday uh, to tailgate. There was barely anybody there. Yeah. So if you build a ballpark village type, a Wrigleyville type around the stadium, it's just going to be so much better. Uh, if you've ever been to Kansas City, it's like power and light mm-hmm. around a baseball stadium. Yep. And it's it's awesome. So I am one hundred percent on board for a downtown stadium oh, in, in Kansas it, City, yeah. and it was it was great. But the city of St. Louis is still trash. You, like in within that ballpark village mm-hmm. is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Anything outside of that, we're not supposed to go outside of that. Dog shit. <laughs> um, if you you stayed at the hotel next to the stadium, right? Uh huh. On the other side of it, like heading, I don't remember what direction. I think it's, I don't know, the back, the left side of the hotel. If you're facing the stadium, there, there's that parking garage, and then there's a couple little uh, brunch places down there, bars that are pretty cool to go to and watch a game if you're just in mm-hmm. the city for it but <clears throat> outside of that it gets a little dangerous yeah even after the game uh somebody asked like hey you guys gonna go down to the arch no it's almost seven o'clock the sun's going down i'm not walking down there that's literally dangerous 
not doing it. <laughs> it's lit up, man. No, <laughs> so I'm getting in a car and I'm going home. I do not like the city of St. Louis. All the respect to the Cardinals, your organization. You have one of my favorite players. I don't like St. Louis, though. <laughs> if we got you in the baseball stadium, that's what matters. We'll just keep going from there. Uh-huh. And it was cool. I, I went to two baseball games since the last time we had this episode. I went to opening day in St. Louis. Yeah, I don't think then, we said last weekend, too, that we weren't going to do the show on Thursday. And I think it just kind of hit me that day of, and I was like, I'm assuming we're not going to do it. And I even sent you, like, that joke text, like, hey, are you going to be back in time for the podcast? And he I just, think we said it, but I don't You were like, nah. And I was like, I no. figured. But <laughs> if we did, I didn't remember it. Didn't bother me, but I just thought it was hilarious. Like, yeah, two baseball games for me in three days. How was uh, Saturday at Kaufman? I am a big fan of the pitch clock. Yeah. I like it. The game that I went to on Saturday was two and a half hours. And that's that's the right amount of time for a baseball game. The opening day at Bush Stadium was over three and a half hours. Yeah, I think the official game time was three hours and 38 minutes, even with the pitch clock. They just a lot of hits, uh, a lot of you know going to the bullpen and changing pitchers. There was a lot of back and forth too, and home runs in that game. Like, mm-hmm. it was a great game. I mean, the Cardinals took the lead in the eighth, and then the Blue Jays took the lead in the ninth. Like, it yeah. was a very good game. That's a long baseball game. Yeah, especially when it's already in my mind and there's a clock that I continue to watch. Like, hey, this should speed up. Where do they uh, put the pitch clock at? Uh, on, on the, the backstop. Okay. Yeah, you can see it on the backstop. Uh, I, I am. I'm a fan of it, though, because watching the Royals play on Saturday, that game was two and a half hours. And, you know, it's it's a little bit different if you're a person that goes to a game regularly. The, like Usually, like, I'll take my daughters and we'll take a lap and we'll go do some of this other stuff. Didn't really have time to kill <laughs> <laughs> during the game because the game went by so quickly. But I still think that's nice. I know there are a lot of baseball diehards out there that are like, I don't need the game to speed up. I get that, that you don't. Yeah. You're also not driving two hours to the game. And you're trying to build a sport. Yeah. Where you do have casual fans that want to get in there and they don't want to sit for three hours and watch this. Especially when it's fucking scorching hot. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing with Missouri is that the humidity, and I know it's, you know, in the south as well, but it just, it just eats at your skin and you're just sitting there waiting for something to happen. And you're watching the Royals play and you're like, this is just not being good baseball and I'm sweating just down my forearm. It's disgusting. Even to like speed the game up though. It sounds glorious. Yeah. You speed up a football game or a college football game. I don't like going to college football games no, I because they take I, forever. Oh my God. I or how about this one? Took. There are movies that I won't go see because they're three hours long. Uh, the movie avatar. I never watched that. Not avatar. Um, the blue people. Yeah. That's avatar. avatar. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just – I never watched that whole movie through because I couldn't do it until I went to St. Louis one time, and I was just like, I got a four-hour drive. Let me just kill some time and watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, from the passenger seat, I assume. Yeah. Right. Yep. Big wink. Uh, I I get it. I know, that, like I said, the baseball diehards. Are like, I don't need the game to be shorter. I love it. That's great. My daughters are 8 and 10. They don't want to sit there for three and a half hours. Yeah. But that hour difference, two-and-a-half-hour game, not one time did they ask me if the game was almost over. And I, that's not them just being super baseball fans. Yeah. They're not. They like going to games. They like the snacks. They like some of the stuff that goes on in the stadium. But for them to be 8 and 10 and not be like, Dad, when is this over? Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Yeah. And to get the younger kids or the, the casual fans that don't have to spend an entire day there or uh, you know i was up there on a saturday those tuesday night games that 
go on for forever. Yeah. Sorry. You're not building a sport that way. So yeah. I, I think this is a good, happy medium. You haven't cut any innings down. You're still getting as many at bats. Yep. You have all the historic numbers. The games are just going by faster, and it's more exciting. I even saw a clip over the weekend of the Braves game. If the pitcher throws over to first twice, he can't throw over a third time. And Ronald oh, Acuna Jr. Was, was on first base. He was like, wait, he tried to pick me off twice, right? Yeah, he did. He can't throw over again. Ronald Acuna got a huge lead and stole second. That's hilarious. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it that speeds is, up the game. I didn't know that game. was a rule. <laughs> but even his face, like, I think he counted out like one, two. Yeah, I'm going to steal second. He can't <laughs> hold me anymore. <laughs> so I, I think it's fun. I think it's exciting. I know a lot of people are not going to be happy about it. But I mean, speaking of fun and exciting things that happen, opening day, like you spent a long time there. Like, there, was, there was some stuff going on in your life, too, right before the game. Big moments. There was. Got down on the knees, pulled a Tim Tebow. Uh-huh. Looked up and asked a particular question. I, yeah. I got engaged this week. I was going to say, you just say it. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know how well, to Well, first it. off, congratulations. Our guy, Mello, is now engaged. If you've not seen it on social media, get on there, I guess. Second time's a charm. But uh, that's what they say. First is the worst, heard. second is the best. You know, that's what I heard. A lot of people I've been saying that since that. I was in fourth grade when I learned that little freaking riddle. <laughs> but it's just... It's one of these deals, too, when, you know, you said, you're looking, and you're like, damn, Bell's fucking happy as hell. Yeah, he lost $10,000, but. Yeah, I mean, I did have someone ask me, it's like, what did Melo just do? And my initial response was, he just lost $10,000. I had a lot of people did. I had a lot of people reach out. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that were <laughs> rooting for you to get 10K. Man, it was looking so good. It was. I mean, it was looking hot. I was like, this is <laughs> so easy for him, like. Matty Mills, you silly goose. It, you just lost 10K, dog. And maybe if people aren't familiar, Matt and I, my brother, works at ESPN. We had made a bet years ago that I would never get married again. Mm -hmm. And I did so good for five years. Five years. I did so good in that five-year stretch that we had actually started talking about, like, how are we going to pay this out? Is it going to be one big lump sum? Is it going to be like a monthly deal? Should he start making little payments annually like we were having those conversations of how this would work yeah and then i go and ruin it this year i mean i bet he started praying i bet that's what it was <laughs> probably I bet he was like god i don't want to pay him to hey <laughs> yeah just if find find him a lady he's just like hey if you're real he'll, he'll get married again and now he just doesn't uh -huh. know how to handle it he's like i don't know what to do with my hands god is real i had i had a lot of people texting me or sliding in the dms of like you lost that bet right I did. I did lose that bet, but hopefully it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, I might have lost end. a bet, baby, but I've won at life right now. Hit things things working out pretty well for me yeah. right now. Living, living People can't see you. Dude's got a big old smirk on his face right now. <laughs> also, I just don't know what to say. I, I end up teaching again. Mm -hmm. I told you this. Fr got engaged on Thursday. On Friday morning, I went back and I was teaching. At 7.30 a.m., my students already knew. That's insane. How? How is that even possible? Is she friends with parents on Facebook? Yeah, these kids crazy though. Well, her post had 300 comments and 500 likes the last mm -hmm. time I looked at it. Yeah. When we left the game, she's like, hey, is this okay if I post it on social media? Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> she's like, uh, no, I don't want anyone to know. What I didn't realize is that, and this is just me being stupid or a little bit naive, that my phone was going to absolutely blow up Yeah. while I'm driving home. Just the whole, just the whole time just <laughs> rattling. Yeah, just going off. The entire time. And so, like, there were people that I couldn't even get text back to. 
And so appreciate it, yeah. everybody. I didn't text you back. <laughs> don't take it personally. When I initially texted you, I was like, I almost don't want to text you because like I know your phone's going to be blown up. At the same time, I don't want you being like, man, Austin's not fucking said anything to me. He's like pissed that I'm engaged. Yeah, I'm losing my friend here. Obviously. I'm a little yeah. pissed at, at your fiance mm-hmm. now. Right. Tell, tell her about away. it. She doesn't listen to this podcast, so I have to tell her in person. I will. It's probably better that she doesn't. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Get some good Vince sessions uh, in here. WrestleMania was this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I've seen several clips of it, and I'm just going to be honest. Dude, it sucks. I, <laughs> it does not seem fun to watch at all. I have some I have some students that are big into wrestling still. I'm not. I it haven't just, been it since. It seems too cheesy. Like, none of the names, they don't, they don't feel like they're real wrestlers. They just look like guys that have become wrestlers. Like I think when I was a kid, and you look, you'd be like, you'd see Triple H, or you'd see Rey Mysterio, and after like Batista, you'd see these guys, you'd be like, yeah, those guys are fucking wrestlers. You'd see Kane, you'd see the Big Show, right, like playing a video game and stuff. Because yeah, like these guys, these guys look like the real deal. These look like guys that are wrestling and beating the shit out of people with baseball bats with barbed wire on the end of it. You look at it now, and it's just like, okay, I can tell that's a fake slap. I can tell he mm-hmm. didn't really sell the fall down. Like and maybe that's it. They're just not good at selling the sport anymore. In terms of the acting of the, of the fights, like it used to be. I mean, just doing a quick Twitter stroll because I don't watch it at all. It feels like every single wrestler is incredibly over the top. Yes, like Kim Mulkey. <laughs> you don't have anybody that's just a the blue collar wrestler. No, anymore. Everybody's like this big for show character. Yep. I could see where that would be, be a problem. Be loud and obnoxious and just vibrant, and it's just like people are going to love mm-hmm. that. And it's like. Sometimes you just need a guy to come out there, crack some beers, dump it over him, and fucking flip people off. Yeah, so like, there cool, is no man. like even the villains that are there don't feel like villains. It's like, yeah, we know that's just fake. Mm-hmm. I don't know any, any of these names. names. Yeah, you know, I have. I used to be a big wrestling fan, which is kind of a, maybe a little bit of a nerd thing for me to say. No shame in my game. In the early two thousands, I loved it. Like me and my brothers would get together, uh, we would scrounge up some money. And we would pay for the pay-per-views. Like our parents weren't buying them for us. We were coming up with like sixty bucks every month and paying for these pay-per-views. I don't know how we did it. You guys must have did some yards. That's no, I didn't. That, I don't know. I don't. Marcus finally comes home from work. And says, hey man, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I want to know like uh, how I was getting money. It probably was not in a very good or honest way. Matt's just like it. shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but we would we would get money and watch it and I, I loved it but I just I don't know I kind of fell out of it and now watching it and looking at some of it nah I'm, it's not something yeah. I'm going to get into anytime. I don't feel like if you didn't watch it you didn't miss anything like Pat McAfee got, was out there again and he won his match George Kittle came out and helped him that was pretty neat uh, Logan Paul KSI came out in like a prime suit and they had like a you know a team up moment and all of a sudden I guess the the wrestler that he was going to jump off the top rope on, pull the reverse on KSI and put him on the table, and then Logan Paul jumped through him. That was kind of cool to see a little bit. But then outside of that, there just wasn't anything that exciting about it. Yeah. I, I really don't know what else to add to it. This if is someone out there that's a huge wrestling fan and, and we're wrong about this, please fill me in because I would like to learn. I'm not just dead set on, like, wrestling sucks. I just – what makes this cool and why did I not feel that? or get You know it's not real. understand it. Right. Yeah, it is. So is Santa Claus. <laughs> it's still real to me. <laughs> I feel bad for the Easter Bunny next weekend, man. He's going to be hopping everywhere. Mm-hmm. My youngest daughter, she's finally on board with everything's fake. 
But one of the reasons I love her so much is that she's known for like who knows how long and she just didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Which is not my department. I'm like, yeah. just tell them, be honest. If they ask the question, they're old enough to hear the answer. Yeah. She's like, no, that's stupid. I know it's not real. It's like, how long have you known this? A long time. <laughs> cool. So I still brought presents from Santa, even though you didn't believe this character. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. Isn't it just kind of shitty anyways? Like, ooh. I've always thought that. Yeah. I think it's neat for the kid to have the imagination. Like, that is what it is. But at the same time, it's mm -hmm. like, man, I am just, I'm lying to this kid from day. Yeah, I was just saying, maybe it's just me. I always felt bad as a parent because I'm lying to my kid. And at some point in their life, I'm going to have to tell them that it was all a lie. Maybe, maybe I feel worse about it is because my parents just lied about so much other stuff. And then when I, it just started <laughs> with Santa Claus, I think maybe it was just like, it never ended after, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like Santa Claus isn't real. Everything else we told you in your life is true. It's just like mm -hmm. Santa Claus isn't real, but we also have a bunch of other shit that we're just like, oh, you don't know about. Right. Like if you're willing to make up this story, like I know that's about not some my guy dad. bringing Stop presents, he is, <laughs> that's a joke, but <laughs> <laughs> and convincing me that that's real. Like what else are you willing to lie to me about? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what though. Like I got better presents for Easter than I did for Christmas. And you want to know why? Because everybody got their taxes done right before. So they didn't come money came in. They're like, so what do you guys want for Easter? And I was like, <laughs> PlayStation 2. Boom, here it is, pal. This is awesome. Easter's a pretty underrated holiday. It is. For like gifts and stuff, too. Like whatever religious. Also, the best you have. for freaking candy. Yeah. Like the Reese's Pieces and the little carrot packaging. Do you like peeps? No. I don't either. Who eats peeps? Weirdos. Wrestling fans? Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's going to be one guy. person out there that we've really offended. There's a guy this weekend that was sitting on his couch eating a box of peeps with his shirt off and just having peep dust all over him. <laughs> I sick imbecile. Maybe I'm wrong here. I think that the original, like, Reese's eggs, like, now they do the Christmas mm -hmm. trees. I think they even do footballs. Originally, it was the Reese's eggs. Yeah. Top notch. Like, even the bunnies that they do. Uh-huh. I look forward to it. I like the uh, the hollowed out bunnies. That, uh, yeah. Just milk chocolate, hollowed out. I hate when I accidentally buy the big, thick brick chocolate. bunny, and I, I can't eat this. I'm going to have to melt it down. <laughs> this is too much chocolate. Uh-huh. It is. Jelly beans. The Starburst jelly beans might be the best holiday candy. Absolutely. The one thing that used to drive me nuts about it as a kid was that fake grass they'd put in the bucket and your jelly beans mm -hmm. would fall through it. And it's like, I have to get all this grass out of the way so I can eat these jelly beans. And that's why I'm the best parent. Like, that's a first world problem. I don't <laughs> mess with that stuff. <laughs> you don't do the fake grass? No. Man, it almost adds to it, though. <laughs> you spend six months just cleaning it out of your carpet? <laughs> yeah, finding it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, my daughters, they still have the Easter baskets be laying around for months. Yeah. They're like, Dad, can I have a piece of candy? Where, where are you getting candy from? Easter basket still? Like they get so much candy on Easter that their Easter basket rides until October. <laughs> I was going to say, man, they just. Uh huh. Kill. And then from October to Easter, they ride off of their Halloween candy. They love the holidays. He's like, man, we're reloading the bucket. <laughs> yeah. It's about time I was running low on candy. And they do. And they stash it in the room and they hide it from each other. All my Reese's. <laughs> yep. Easter, good holiday, though. Low key. Yeah. I'm still a Thanksgiving guy. There's a reason that we celebrate Easter. That's I know the reason a lot for the of people, season. some people aren't religious, but uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. 
Are you dead for our sins? Am I a religious person? Are you going to church on Easter Sunday? Um, I would like to, but I don't know what church I'm going to go to. If I'm being, if I'm just being blatantly uh-huh. honest with you, yeah, yeah, you got to be that guy. That shows I'll just up. watch it. I guess I'll just do what I have been doing: is just watch a service on my couch while I'm hungover from Saturday, asking God for forgiveness. <laughs> he has risen. I can too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this man was crucified. I just had too much to drink. <laughs> Uh, I, felt like that. I get it, God. I get it. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for us today <laughs> as things just come off the rails. Uh, thanks again to the people that did reach out. Um, if you want to Venmo me to make up for the bet that I lost, I guess that would be acceptable too. I say you just <laughs> Majesty's needs to pay for your honeymoon. He maybe, needs to buy you a $10,000 honeymoon. That. I haven't tweeted anything. Maybe I should tweet that I lost the bet. Here's the Venmo. You know, you know cut in a couple bucks. <laughs> Watch nobody say anything. <laughs> no like, one should, but if you wanted to, it's Mr. Miller 7. Uh, we do appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back at it again on Thursday, uh, breaking down the national championships. Uh, I'll say Iowa went on a little bit of a run. Mm-hmm. They brought things close. They did, within nine last I saw. And now they're down by 14 again with six minutes left in the fourth quarter, uh, which is another mind thing for me. Like They do quarters. We're not going to have some college basketball. What's the deal with that? But anyway, uh, we'll talk about the men's national championship. The Masters starts this week, too. Yes, sir. It's going to be a great weekend. It is. April's a good sports month. We appreciate you guys joining us. We'll talk to you all again on Thursday.